Welcome to People's Church Podcast. We had a very large Christmas Eve service yesterday afternoon. We've got two available if you have not yet been to a Christmas Eve service. And at 4 o'clock and 6 o'clock. Today is the fourth Sunday of Advent. By the way, so glad to see you this morning. We're running a lot of services this weekend. And for you to turn up for normal church, fantastic. Thank you. We're in the fourth Advent, which is the conclusion of Advent season, fourth Sunday. The purple candle is lit. And it represents love. God's love, perfect love, a love without flaw, without fault. We hear these things, they can be very cliche-ish amongst us, largely because we are very familiar with these terms. But this morning I want to cause you to think a little bit about that being a source of love that can restore for you love into your relationships, no matter how you're defining that relationship, friendship, marriage, Siblings, work associates. Love is the thing that makes things great. Paul wrote at the end of 1 Corinthians 13, these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And the reason for that is because without love, the other two don't function. They can't function. Faith and hope without love aren't faith and hope. They have to find the same package together. Love is the energy, it's the basis out of which everything else is fed. It's like a nurturing stream in our life. It's like something that can bring things alive that right now you would question whether they can ever breathe again. And one thing I do know in our lives, we're going to go through those kinds of relationship challenges, no matter what the form of relationship, where we wonder if it can breathe. Will it survive? Will it last another day? We've all experienced that as parents. If you're a parent and you live long enough as a parent, you will experience that. You're going to experience that in your sibling world, any familial relationship, marriage, you will experience that. The challenge to love. You have to understand that love that we have and share here is marked by another big part of our nature, which is self-oriented, self-protective. And oftentimes that is a drain on the energy of what love can bring to everything else in your life. You can't really have joy if there's no love. We talk a lot about joy at Christmas. Any of the Advent candles, peace. Without love, there is no peace without love. Love is the core. God made this absolutely central in the teachings and the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus did some tough things with people. Love doesn't mean that you're not tough with what needs to be challenged or changed. It doesn't mean acquiescing to any moral that you wish to live out or discharge. It is something that is willing to pay the price for the value of love itself and for the value of the other person and for the value of your faith in an unchanging God. So love is the great value adder to everything. Gifts without love, anything without love. And that's why in the long run, 
he says, the only thing that's going to last coming out of this world is love. Foundation of everything we do, where all meaning will be found. And so we want to talk today about restoring love to relationships. How to restore love to relationships. Because they are going to go through deficits of love at different times. You might be in a deficit right now of love in a key relationship. Right now, if you were to do a quick inventory, you might come up with a sister or a brother where, yeah, the connection's not really there. It's not what it was. There's been some difficulty. There's been some rubs that didn't get walked through properly. You might find that today in your immediate family in your home. Here's what I know. There are four basic things that are brought out in 1 Corinthians 13 that absolutely must be done to restore love. You miss one of these, it won't happen. Restoring love is very difficult. Uh, falling in love is easy. That starts with something called infatuation, something that catches you, something that uh, fills your eye and your heart at the same time. That is, that is the easiest experience in love possible. That's why the world spends so much time on that. That's why every, do I dare say it, Harlequin Christmas movie is based on that. Quick, catches my eye, fills my heart. There are qualities of love that must go much deeper than that. Because that kind of love, shelf life, doesn't last past sometimes the, uh, can we say, the closer that you become, all the little flaws and fractures that start to show up. Good thing with God is he lives in a full reality with us. God doesn't ignore our fractures or our faults. His love is perfect because it's not subject to our fractures or faults. It's offered to every man, woman, child. It is offered freely. How do you restore it? 1 Corinthians 13, 7 gives us four big deals. Love never stops being patient. Love never stops believing. Love never stops hoping. Love never gives up. Every time you talk about love and the scriptures are going to talk about love, it's going to start with a perfect form of love. That which is God-oriented, that he is faithful to his own love consistently. He doesn't ever change it. It's going to always be that. You know God is always patient. He just is. He's patient with me. He's patient with you. I mean, how patient is he when we analyze our actions and our attitudes and our thoughts? How patient is he? And he never stops believing. He never stops hoping and he never gives up. He's going to constantly be open and entreating us to draw close to him. Here are the four non-negotiables to restoring love. First, grace must be extended that's a form of what patience is. Grace must be extended. This is the starting point thrown at us in these four non-negotiables. 
Now this is really hard. Because wherever there's been pain and disappointment and wherever there has been those losses, it is very difficult for us to extend grace. See, grace is, an, is a gift that comes free from God, but it's like extracting teeth from us. It can be very painful for us. Because here's one of the big things. Because we are still afraid of getting hurt. And if I extend grace, I'm perpetuating pain. It will continue. It's just going to revisit me again. This is one thing about God. He's so patient with us. He gives us grace knowing that, you know, our actions, our attitudes cause pain to him. But he keeps giving grace. For us to rise to that standard... You need to have within your life the presence of God himself. Look what uh, Paul wrote in Ephesians 4 too. Be humble and gentle. I don't know about you, but those two words are not my friends some days. Be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other. Making allowance. Oh, there is the key. There's the action. See the action word? Making allowance. What's making allowance? Cut them slack. Make allowance for the weakness. Give them room to breathe, to fail. There's no growth or change potentials where there is no failure potentials. How can one grow if one doesn't have the potential to fail? It's not possible. They must run together. So extending grace is an amazingly tough thing being asked of us. The scripture continues, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love, because of your love. The Bible tells us that love covers over a multitude of sins. More or less, love is able to wash out of our life this perpetuation of measured out grace, which really does perpetuate your pain. You want to heal, you give grace. Because if whatever you give, you will get. And if you give grace, you've opened your life to the receiving of grace more for what you need from God. Extending grace, one of the most difficult things that you will ever find to accomplish in your life. Right now, just in your mind's eye, you probably could picture and see someone right now that you could make a little more allowance for. It might be something where you've drawn it too tightly, too close. The Bible tells us that perfect love drives out all fear. That's an interesting scripture. It's saying if you really don't want to be afraid, learn how to love more perfectly. And the more perfectly you learn and express your love, even when it's a grace-filled love, they don't earn it. They've been, in fact, maybe the opposite. You are putting yourself in a healing position so that pain is not overwhelming and not turning you into something 
and energy turning you into something that you won't recognize in a few years. What the power of Christmas is, is grace. God extending his love, sending his son. His son is going to make payment for my sins. He does that through the cross. He rises from the tomb to offer to me eternal life in the family of God, intimately connected with God without any measurement of time. Why? Because he made allowance. He made allowance for my faults because of his love. Bottom line, we all have these things that we need God to make allowance in our lives. But on the other hand, what he does, he asks us to do. Make allowance. Grace must be extended. Right now, your heart will fight this concept, this thought, this action. You can go around it and say, well, I'll be humble and gentle and I'll try and work on being patient with them. But making allowance and saying, I let them in with a fault that I actually make allowance for their faults because of love. I make room to live with them despite their faults. I make room to work with them despite their faults. I make room to keep them with me despite their faults. What a challenging, challenging process that is. But if you want the deepest form of love, you really want fear to be beaten in your relational life, then you need to learn to love more perfectly. The second is faith must be expressed. Doesn't get that much easier extending grace to now expressing faith. Faith is a difficult thing to express in our lives when it's hoping for and believing for something better where you just don't even want to have faith. I just want the chapter closed. I'll just close that part of my heart and move on. The action of faith is something that has great reward in it when we are willing to have a faith that expresses itself by love. Love comes first. But now you must also bring faith to believe because you love. To believe and express faith that God is with you and that God will help you and to believe that God will be with them. Whoever, wherever you need to make room in your life, that faith is a big part of believing that God can do it. I've heard a lot of people that are very fatalistic wherever pain is in their life, wherever the pain is. Physical pain, mental pain, emotional pain, spiritual pain. One of the great boundaries that they run into is this idea of just kind of ending pain and not having any kind of faith beyond the moment other than how to close the door and survive. The problem with that is that you never grow or mature in love. Because love is always going to push you into an area where you don't get it all the way you want it and you need to make room and you need to extend grace. The Bible says in Galatians 5, 6, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. In the scripture we read earlier, it never stops believing. 
never stops believing. You know, as a parent, let's talk that relationship for a minute. If you don't have that kind of quality to your love to never stop believing, you know, you already know that if you're not going to believe, that relationship doesn't have much of a chance. But when you have faith and you exercise your prayers and exercise your love, you express your faith in love towards your child that is pushing your buttons and, and is wandered off or even challenging, uh, Lord, uh, challenging you and their faith in the Lord, you need to actually have the kind of faith that still believes. It's a hard thing. Because faith means I can't see it yet. This is one quality of faith people don't quite understand. The need to have faith means I don't see it yet. It's not there yet. Faith is always the thing that comes before the actual. So at the beginning of the process of any kind of healing or relational maturity or restoring love, faith must see what is not seen. To believe. To believe that that relationship could get better that you are in before you will see it. We don't like those gaps. We don't like the, the gaps of, we don't see it yet and believing. But yet that's what faith is. And why would I do that? Because of love. Because you know how to love beyond just getting. You know how to love where it costs you. You know how to love in a mature way where you're going to deal with the fear and drive it out because those persons will know. That child will know. That adult child will know that your love for them won't change. And your faith, believing, is believing for the change even though it's not there now. And you say, that's painful. I say, that's restoration of love, and that's real love, and that's what makes you a deep soul. That's what, what gives you potential for peace and joy in the midst of the challenges of life. If you try to close all the doors on all of these things that are unclosed circles, then you are going to be walking with a pain that's just sitting down in there. No exposure to daylight. God wants you to live in love. Christmas is about him coming into our weakness where we need him, where we, we actually are going to push him away. Third, the best must be expected. You don't settle for lust when you take on a journey of love and faith that expresses itself in love. You take on it with the best of expectations, and that is what we read there. It never stops hoping. In the Living Bible, it goes this way. Love always expects the best. Too many times we're lowering our expectations in relationships. Well, at least she's talking to me. At least he phoned once in a while. At least... They sent us a card at Christmas, at least. Have the best of expectations. You say, it's hard. It's worse not to. At least this is 
way, God will give you what you need. And your mature love will grow and it will drive out the fears that so sink so many relationships and possibilities of relationships. Listen to this scripture in 2 Corinthians 8, 5 to 7. They even exceeded our expectations because they gave themselves to the Lord first. And to us, second, consistent with God's will. Be the best in this work of grace. In the same way that you are the best in everything, such as faith, speech, knowledge, total commitment, and the love we inspired in you. It always comes back to that, that love. He's lifting up a people where they kept expecting the best. They exceeded it. They exceeded our expectations. Paul didn't come with lower expectations. Don't lower them. You want this kind of honest, good, intimate uh, relationship? Don't lower it to less. Don't settle. You pray for it. You give grace where you need to extend it. You give grace where, where there is making allowance for the other person's faults. And then express faith to believe for something you don't see, but you want. And then have the best of, uh, of expectations. Expect the best. Not some compromise thing. Many people fail at relationships because they give up expectations really quickly. They adjust them because they're tired of disappointment. I'm so afraid of disappointment. I hate disappointment. You hate disappointment. My gosh, you know, I mean, we even get angry over little disappointments. You know, you, you order a burger and it didn't quite come the way you want it. Expectations. In the Christmas story, I asked myself this question when I was viewing it. Where is the anger? Mary is, has her life totally turned upside down in her village and within her family. Joseph is going through a deep pain where he feels that he's being lied to and that she has come into a condition of pregnancy because of unfaithfulness to the betrothal. Where's the anger? Where's the anger that the wise men have to travel all, for all huge distances to find this Messiah? Where's the anger? Where's the anger? Why were they able to respond so quickly? I believe it's because they always expected the best. Mary expected the best. If this is your thing for me, God, I'll expect the best. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be challenging with people. It's going to be just be challenging. But I'm going to expect the best. Do you expect the best? Don't settle. You want to restore love to your relationships? Then grace must be extended. Faith must be expressed. And the best must be expected. And finally, you must practice endurance. 
This is the quality that we probably drop the ball most because we can start on grace extension and faith expressed and the best must be expected. But then when the practice is required with time elements involved, we tend to move away from those first three. And yet here it is within that scripture, three words, never gives up. Never. That's, a, that's real challenging. Never gives up. Never gives up on believing. Expectations. Extension of grace. Never gives up. God's the one that practices all of these perfectly. But he wants us to more perfectly love. You want to restore love? It's not going to come easy to you without cost. It's not some little romantic getaway to improve the marriage that's going to get it all done. It's not going to be just those kinds of, can we say, surface-mounted things in life. It's going to be things below the surface. It's going to be where these four deals have power. Where you're giving them power. And if you will follow these four deals, you will restore your love. Let me finish with this this morning. God has extended you grace. He became humble and gentle and came amongst us. He walked his way to the cross. Loving and challenging, bringing truth and grace to this world. God made an allowance for your faults specifically. You know what they are. He's made allowance for those faults simply because of his love for you. And that's why Jesus came. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. It was a love thing. It's all a love thing. He has faith. Must be expressed. He hasn't seen necessarily all your turnarounds or that you're going to make all the best decisions in the world. And sometimes he knows you're not going to make those good decisions. In this lifetime, you're going to leave maybe a lot of good decisions left unmade. But here's what he does know. That he loves you. And he's always going to give you that opportunity. He's always going to hold the best for you. God doesn't have option B, plan B, plan C, plan D. He doesn't have that. He can even take the things in your life where I haven't been so good. And he can turn them and make them good. He says, if you love me, I'll take these things and I will turn them into good. I'm going to use them for good in your life. He keeps his expectations. He's got plan A. And plan A will somehow incorporate all of those things. If, if 
if you respond to this love. You must practice endurance. He has practiced endurance. He will continue to practice endurance and wait for you. But it's all going to come down to your response. You ready to give a Christmas gift? I mean, one that really matters. You're going to meet with family later today or tomorrow. More than likely, some friends. May not be some of the hottest relationships in your life. Maybe they are. I hope they are. But if they're not, get ready to give a Christmas gift. Extend grace. It's an amazing thing. You're going to watch the world change as you do it. You give a little bit of grace, you're going to get a lot back. As you go into those things, don't be going, oh, this is going to be, you know, you know what, right? Just wait till this is over, you know. We got to go to this dinner. Oh, okay, I know it's just people online I'm talking to right now. Have faith. Have faith that says, I'm expressing my faith that this is going to be something because of love. I'm going to make sure I'm working at the actions towards the pictures I want to see. More or less, you're going to be part of the solution and not the problem. Have the best expectations for people. They change, you know. We do. Have you ever changed and, and, and then people kept you in the file? Oh man, you're just an angry guy. Actually, I've really changed. But they want to keep you there. They don't expect that best. And practice endurance. So as you go into a new year, Give Christmas gifts all year long. Just do it all year long. And watch love come back. Hear this as I close with this. The reason, the reason that we are afraid to love is because we do know its power to grip our hearts and we're afraid of giving it that power again give love back its power let's bow our heads Father I thank you for each one that's here watching online Lord the, up on the stage all of us Lord just Restoring love, Lord, is a lifetime process. It seems to be something, always a relationship that needs greater love. It's challenging our safety. It's challenging our selfishness. It's challenging us. And Lord, I pray that we would just mature in this. Recognize that a need for greater love is a need to mature in a love that drives out all fear. I pray that you, Lord, this Christmas would renew our sense of your love, Lord, so that in our hearts there's a greater passion for you 
Thank you for loving us. Thank you, Jesus, that on this fourth Advent Sunday, we can say, God for sure loves me. And Lord, may that continue to be the first step in loving others. Carrying it into some difficult situations. Bordered by the wisdom of God, but not kept back by it. I pray that you'll release hearts right now in this room and wherever this message may go to respond to life differently than protection and fear, that we would be the drivers of a better family, a better marriage, a better working relationship. We would be the drivers of a better friendship, of a better brother-sister Christian relationship. Lord, hear our hearts. Just before I say amen on this, just in your heart, I want you, if you're in agreement, within your heart, you say amen, which means so be it. And now become the change. So, Lord, I say to you in closing this, so be it. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you find this program helpful or would like to learn more, please give us a call, 780-539-0572, or email mail at peopleschurch.com. GP.com.